I, I was really surprised at uh, how hard hitting the uh, the ruling was or the order was. I mean, if you read the Western media, it makes it look like Israel received uh, a weak slap on the wrist. It was just no big deal. And in the Western media, attention uh, was taken off uh, the ICG, ICJ order almost immediately. But if you read carefully what that order said, uh, it was a black day for Israel. You want to remember that what the court said was that there is plausible evidence that Israel has the intention to commit genocide, and there is plausible evidence that Israel is in the process, in terms of its actions, in committing genocide. Uh, now, the court was not in a position to determine whether Israel was guilty of genocide. That, that was not you know, that was not its mission. That issue will be eventually decided by the court. The question here was whether or not there's plausible evidence that a genocide is taking place. Right. Therefore, is it necessary to issue a series of measures to the Israelis that are designed to prevent that genocide, in effect, to stop that genocide in its tracks? And yes, they issued six measures that were designed to tell the Israelis that they had to stop doing certain things because all of the evidence they had said there is a plausible case here that you have the intention and you are actually committing a genocide. This is remarkable, in my opinion.
Bank, the Gaza Strip, the West Bank, the Gaza Strip, the West Bank, the Gaza Strip, soon to be parking lots for American tourists and fascist cops, yeah. Canada sold more than 20 million dollars of military equipment to is to Israel. Last week, the ICJ ordered Israel to take steps to prevent acts of genocide. As a signatory to the Genocide Convention, Canada is bound by this decision. Our own Export and Import Permits Act also forbids these sales if there's a substantial risk they could be used to violate international law. Given Canada supports the ICJ, will this government put in place an embargo on military exports to Israel? The Right Honourable Prime Minister. Mr. Speaker, Canada has one of the strongest export control regimes in the world that puts human rights and protection of human rights at the centre of all our decision-making. It has always been the case, and we have been consistent in making sure uh, that we are responsible in the way we do that. We will continue to be so. Every fucking day, our cities tell us what they think of justice. Lock the courage away as the coward's monster tracks me to the monolith. But if this man is free, the city burns, the city burns, the city burns, the city burns. And on these days of remembrance, let us not feel afraid for the dead, but let us stand back to think for the living, to rescue those about to die. Oh, 
shuffling the same old decks. I'm keeping quick the front of my cuisines. I'm still behind the back. Watching politicians. Watching politicians. Brick by brick. Wall by wall. It's uh, very painful for me to watch uh, Kirby. Uh, he stands there uh, with the words White House behind him. Uh, we want to have uh, some measure of respect for our government. He personally utters uh, inanities. Uh, he was completely dismissive of South Africa's case. Uh, I think he used the word meritless, uh, but yes, he used he other other adjectives as well. And uh, without uh, a moment of reflection, he continues uh, merrily along after today's ruling. He's a disgrace personally, in my opinion, uh, but the White House is a disgrace as well. They believe they don't have to be accountable to anybody. They don't have to be accountable to truth. They don't have to be accountable to the International Court of Justice. They don't have to speak like grown-ups about anything. They believe in spin. All they want to do is get through the day. They want to be reelected. They're not going to make it because the public is disgusted. Too much war, too many lies, no leadership, and no truth. It's really terrible. And by the way, all this cleverness of the United States, all this spin every day, everybody else in the world knows. I just came back from a long trip through Asia where I spoke with leaders across Asia. People know they are aghast at what is happening. And this is a worldwide uh, opinion so America, even in a recent vote of uh, the UN General Assembly, stood with, as we talked about last week, with Israel, the United States, Micronesia, and Nauru. Right. <laughs> Micronesia with its 110,000 people, Nauru with its 12,000 people, Micronesia bound by compact to vote with the United States. We are completely isolated. And they think they're so clever because they have the bombs. They think they can just get away with whatever they want. But it doesn't work that way. And today was another step of truth. And there's no way that this is going to be just spun away, though they merrily are trying. Oh, yes, State Department has said today, this is what it, we are always telling Israel as we hand them the bombs for the for the next uh, thousands of kids killed. Received a letter just the other day Don't seem to want to know you no more I've laid it down, given you the score Within the first two lines it must be read You're not to come see us no more Keep away from our door Don't wanna know, she says What will the neighbors think they'll be? 
Israel cannot fight this war even for one day if Mr. Biden and Mr. Blinken say stop. Uh, and uh, Biden is absolutely losing political support across the country because the American people do not want to be complicit in mass murder. Middle East. Let's go. Yeah. Got a lot of shit on my chest. A lot of weight on my shoulders. Too much shit on my mind. I gotta let it out. My people need me. Born on a war-torn corner Janine full of steam where the bomb stormed on us Tried to escape but they never forewarned us We'd end up with the weight of the whole world on us What's the difference between peace and war? You can make war from peace but not peace from war Man, why you think they teach us for? What a speech is for? Can't nobody fucking speak no more Now I'm getting to the point I can't breathe no more Cause all I ever read is disease and war Young soldiers die before their seeds are born They go back and forth like somebody's keeping score And if I know, that means somebody else know If we all know, that don't mean the help's close I want peace, I guess that makes me a dreamer This is for the victims of the Middle East and Katrina Do we deserve this? Is it worth it? Why the fuck they got us feeling like we worthless? They do it on purpose, and it's working Hey, I ain't tryna say that we perfect We had a history of violence 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 We ain't asking you to love us Stop trying to judge us Who made the decision to go ahead and say fuck us? What you see in them hover No matter how high them warplanes fly God's above them What happened to Palestinian rights? Lebanese freedom A war aimed at civilian life Buildings get shot down, children go fight Millions watch but they keep on killing despite I'm watching daughters cry over fathers that die Hit the power plants, no power, no water supply Forget the lies, this is when the truth comes in They hit airports and ports and no food comes in Mind spinning as the world's revolving Right now we teaching our kids If there's problems, only war can solve it Truth to dare, tell the truth out there There's cowboys with toys like a hoodo mirror There's people out there too broke to give us they two cents I speak for them If you relate, I speak for you too then They say peace, but we don't have a clue when How we let them drop bombs on the UN Tears trickle down my face, this is a war on my race So don't expect me to fall in my place Think of the kids, they can't be replaced it's a disgrace, over one million civilians displaced Trying to hold back the cries, one hand on his mouth His pops died at 11, he the man in no house Ain't no planning it out, that's what his land is about And he'll be damned if he let them kick his family out I've seen it, in my dreaming They call us names when they acting like extremists They left us in pieces, that's not what peace is That's not the teachings of Muhammad, Moses, Jesus Come on, serve this is it worth it? Why the fuck they got us feeling like we worthless? They do it on purpose, and it's working. Hey, I ain't trying to say that we perfect. We had a history of violence. We had a history of violence. We had a history of violence.
What uh, this ruling uh, is based on, of course, is uh, exactly the language of the Genocide Convention of 1948. So Article 2 lays out the definition of genocide, and it is uh, what uh, the uh, chief judge uh, described uh, in, in that clip, killing members of the group, causing serious bodily or mental harm, and so on. And clearly, uh, this is what has been happening uh, on a massive scale. Uh, Israel has been engaged in genocidal actions. The court did not make a final determination of that. That will take months or a year or even two years. But the court said that there is, are grounds for uh, this uh, challenge made by South Africa. Now, in our world of spin, as we discuss every week, our governments lie nonstop. John Kirby at the White House almost never says a sentence of truth uh, except by accident or because it's incidental. Our State Department almost never speaks the truth. The Israeli government lies from morning till night. But in the court, you don't get away with that. Uh, and what was uh, interesting for me uh, in uh, the court proceedings was the methodical nature in which the court in a short period of time said, look, this looks to be happening and it has to stop. Now, immediately Netanyahu and the State Department, because they are completely complicit in this, said, oh, Israel's already doing all of these things. Nobody should believe that for one moment. Israel has been murdering civilians. And by the way, there are clips of murder in cold blood. I just watched one uh, today by ITV where people, uh, Palestinian men waving a white flag were gunned down by the Israelis in cold blood. And of course, the dropping of bombs, you don't get to 28,000 dead those are the ones counted, not the ones under the rubble. Right. You don't get to 28,000 dead, 
women and children by taking care. But what's interesting about our world is we're exactly in the world of George Orwell, 1984. They say whatever they want. The Israelis lie, the State Department lies, the White House lies, but the Court of Public Opinion and the International Court of Justice is not going to accept that. So Israel is on the path of being found to be committing genocide. It didn't happen today, but that's the path that they're on. They can fake it, they can lie, they can say whatever they want, but the devastating record that they are creating is going to haunt them for generations to come.
Good evening, everybody. You're tuning in to Cheap Tuesdays 101.5 UMFM. I'm your host, Dan. It's February 6, 2024, so another new show. Uh, you started off hearing uh, Professor Mearsheimer reacting to the ICJ decision uh, on Israel, and he's not the only one in shock. You know, I've become such a pessimist about so many things that I thought for sure politics was going to render this court useless and neuter it to the extent that this case would be dismissed. Uh, but nope, it wasn't. In fact, it was overwhelming. And even an Israeli judge voted in favor of some of the resolutions saying that Israel is in the wrong in this situation. It's, uh, it's incredible. It's a damning decision that will be a black mark on Israel forever and, and on humanity, to be honest. Um, follow that up with Propagandi, uh, Haile Selassie, Up Your Ass, from the album How to Clean Everything. So sad that this song was made 30 years ago, and the situation has only gotten worse, like much worse. Um, but, you know, at least there's a ray of hope now. Um, then we went on to Mike Morris of the Green Party in Canada, asking Justin Trudeau if Canada will put an embargo on exports to Israel. Good to see somebody in the Canadian government standing up and saying something, and, and he wasn't the only one. Uh, the NDP has done it as well in previous weeks, but uh, this one, I believe, came after the court decision, so I wanted to highlight it. Uh, but, you know, still, words are words. You know, like, it's all fine and good to speak some angry words and some important words and, you know, send a sternly worded letter. But but until anybody actually does anything, they're complicit. Canada is complicit in genocide. Let that sink in for a minute. We follow that up with uh, another propaganda song, uh, just seems so appropriate. I've played it on the show before, Bullshit Politicians from today's empires, tomorrow's ashes. And yeah, what more do you need to say than that? Uh, the next clip was another professor, Professor Jeffrey Sachs, uh, on how Kirby is a disgrace. And when he says, when he talks about how the rest of the world sees America, just keep in mind, this is a guy who, when he, when he says he has talked to leaders in Asia and around the world, he's not talking about like business leaders or CEOs or mayors of towns. He, he's talking to presidents and prime ministers. Okay, so um, when he says something like everybody around sees through all this, they know exactly what's happening, they're disgusted, they're horrified. Yeah, I mean, I can vouch for that based on what I see from my students, the few times things have popped up in class um, and talking with people around here. Yeah, it's just a disgusting situation. Um, so, you know, Professor Sachs is right on here. All the politicians making excuses for this, not calling it out. They're a complete disgrace. Don't forget it and don't let them forget it. Abandon those political parties that are standing by and letting this happen, turning Canada into an embarrassment. They are an embarrassment, as are the Israelis, as is every leader in the Western world, an embarrassment to the whole human race. Okay, and that's why we heard madness, embarrassment. But that's not the only reason I picked this song. I, I, the story it tells is of someone with unpopular ideas being excommunicated from their family. And, you know, this speaks to the fundamental lie of our free society that's been exposed with this Israel conflict, right? And now this is not an original idea. This is our, something that I, is in manufacturing consent from Noam Chomsky. Noam Chomsky. Uh, there are certain bounds of acceptable conversation and acceptable ideas, and the societal constraints on that are strong, so strong that we don't need authoritarianism in democracies because the societal constraints take care of any need for that. So, and you're seeing it all over the place the last few months, people speaking up for Palestine, getting fired, 
speaking up for Palestine, getting, uh, you know, losing family members, cutting cut off from family members. You know, you've seen this uh, in the last few years in a lot of different issues. So now that the Internet is, is here and information is freer, uh, the 1% are panicking which is why you see more pushes for censorship and authoritarianism, which is why it's more important than ever to support independent media now. Um, another clip of Sachs uh, talking about Biden losing support. And yeah, I mean, get ready for another four years of Trump because Biden, I don't think, has a chance. Uh, then we heard Belly, a Canadian uh, artist born in Janine, Palestine, but living in Ottawa. And a track of his called History of Violence. Um, much like at the top of the show, it's depressing. This song came out in 2007, yet a lot of what he says in the song feels like a description of the last few months, showing that nothing has changed. It just shows you how little has changed in Palestine and how completely the Western world has failed in this situation, since it's only gotten worse and worse and worse. Uh, just speaking about Belly, I'm curious about him. I was looking him up on Discogs. It doesn't look like he has anything new out as of October 7th last year. He did have a 2023 album, but I, I believe it came earlier. Uh, but I would bet that there's something coming soon, seeing as how he still seems to be active and he was born in Palestine. Uh, I would be shocked if there was if there was nothing in the works. So I'm going to try to keep my eye open for that because I did quite enjoy that song. It was called uh, History of Violence. Um, another clip of Sachs talking about uh, 1984 and the ICJ ruling. Uh, I think the comments speak for themselves. Always nice to see 1984 referenced, especially in a time when Trump is not in power. Uh, I wonder how many liberals are willing to admit that this is a fact of life under liberal and democratic administrations and not just conservative and republic one, Republican ones. Not many, I bet. You really need to read that book, by the way, if you haven't. Um, we finished off with Blondie, War Child. I quite like the, the end lyrics here. I, I haven't focused too much on the lyrics today, uh, but here's one. My occupation is being occupied. I stop at the corner to be identified. Across the border, they pretend victory. I'm playing in the rubble and dream a destiny. Uh, great. I just wanted to say a word here. Uh, quite a few of the interviews this week, and probably a lot in the future, uh, are coming from Judge Napolitano. He's killing it with his show on YouTube. Now, I know he used to be on Fox News. So if I were to drill down in his ideas, into his ideas about social and cultural issues, I bet I'd find that we disagree about a lot of things. Uh, but to me, all that stuff is secondary right now. None of those issues about identity or anything like that matter if we're all dead in a nuclear holocaust. And remember, this is not just a random opinion. I'm not hyperventilating or exaggerating. The experts in the dangers of the world, the Bulletin of Atomic Scientists, have said for two years in a row now that we're at the most dangerous time in modern history going back to World War II. Don't let governments or the mass media or whatever podcasters you like or listen to, don't let people divide you over social and cultural issues at this extremely important moment in human history. I align with Judge Napolitano on foreign policy. He brings on excellent, knowledgeable guests with a wealth of experience to discuss these issues. And I have no problem supporting that because we need to come together. Enough is enough already. I don't care if you're a trucker. I don't care if you're a Trump supporter, if you're anti-war and you want to stop the genocide in Israel and the proxy war in Ukraine, then I'm on your side for these two issues. Now, look, one more thing. Mask off moments are important. So it's always important to keep this in mind. OK, in the last few years, I've, I've really found myself wondering where I fit in with my politics as so many on the right 
seem to be anti-war in the Ukraine case, and so many on the left seem to be pro-war, which blew my mind. But then the, inf the, the, the conflict in Israel happened, and so many of those right-wingers were just exposed as the frauds they are, pushing for censorship on campuses about uh, Palestine and Israel in exactly the same way as the woke left did that they complained about for so long. So that was a mask off moment, and that let that let me weed out the the people that I that I that I you know was listening to, and it's like no, not doing that anymore. So let's see what's ha what happens in a year, if and possibly when, more than likely when Trump is elected, will Tucker Carlson, will Judge Napolitano, will any of the other right wing podcasters who are still a voice for anti war suddenly completely change their stance? Are they only doing this because they're against Biden? We'll see. I mean, it's a pretty big test to go against Israel. That takes balls, and that shows a certain amount of authenticity. But we'll see. That's why I've stuck with people like Glenn Greenwald since 2005. I've been following him because across administrations, he has been consistent in his views on on war, the government, surveillance, that kind of stuff. It's not a partisan hack. So, time for a distraction from all that. Um, big news this week <laughs> from two years ago, uh, Calibro 35, one of my favorite bands of all time, released a double album back in 2022 that I missed. And uh, so I, I was listening to it the other day and when I started, I was like, whoa, they're really going for a different sound, almost Morricone-like, almost Secret Chiefs-like. And as it went on, I was like, damn, this is really different. And so looking up the album online, I see that it is indeed a double disc of covers of Ennio Morricone tracks. It makes sense, being Italian themselves, that they would want to be a, that they would be a fans and, and want to pay tribute. Um, I, I have a rule about covers, and if you're going to record covers, they should be different than the originals. I haven't gone back and checked these against the originals to see how different they are. But but to me, this feels like it might be a bit of an exception, and, and I might be proven wrong in this. But it almost feels like training. Like they're training themselves, that they want to move in this direction for their own future songwriting. So, so I'm going to keep my eyes peeled for a new release coming soon, hopefully this year, because uh, it's already been two years now. So we'll see. And if they move in that direction with their next original album. So uh, here are the highlights from disc one of Scaccio El Maestro. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Uh, tr Google translated it into in, translated it into Check to the Master. I guess check like in chess, maybe. Uh, so I don't know. Take a, take what you will out of that. Um, that's it for Cheap Tuesdays, 101.5 UMFM. I'm done. Have a great week. I'll be back next week with another new show because I'm on holiday for Chinese New Year. After that, we'll see. But uh, next week for sure. Take care, everybody.
Thank you.